0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Hello, hello, and welcome to Bachelor Blab. I'm Jackie Maroney. I'm Erin McNaught. And it is Fantasy sweets. You really tricked me. I thought you weren't gonna say hello, hello. Oh, well, I did. Well, because I don't know what else to say. Hey, guys. No, I like hello, hello. Hello, hello. Gets me pumped up. Does it? Yeah,
0: as much as you possibly could for this for, season for of <laughs> Bachelor. For talking about The
1: Bachelor. Yeah. Um, We're not going to lie to you, listeners. It's been a rough one, and I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess I am sure why. I think Peter has been a problematic Bachelor in a lot of ways, but... Like, is that anything new? It's like, we hated Ari. At least I hated Ari.
0: Or I stopped watching Ari's season because I didn't like it so much.
1: Colton, I don't think, was a good bachelor. So what is it with me now having these high expectations when Peter is equally as disappointing? That is a very fair point. I am now trying to think back if there has... Because
0: who was before Ari? Nick. Nick. Nick I did like. Nick was, I, well... I actually didn't watch the season in real time. Nick, I was fine with until the end, because I didn't really like Vanessa, but... Right. Nick was fine, and then who was before... And then we had, like, Juan Pablo in there. He was terrible. Chris Soles was, like, not that great. Yeah, Guys, I think we found the problem, and the problem is that um, The Bachelor is not a good show. Bachelorette, <laughs> great. Yeah. Bachelor,
1: kind of terrible. Well, because they just keep picking these guys that are... Are so... Are either... oh you Not know what? ready. Ben Higgins' season was good. That was a good season. That okay. was a season. And
0: Sean Lowe's season was really good. Those are the two standouts of the men. But for the women, I mean, I can list many more that I enjoyed a lot more. So I think that that's Yeah, well,
1: Hannah Brown. Who else I, I thought Becca was boring, though. Like, I didn't, I didn't watch her season was good. Either. So... Uh, Caitlin Bristow was great. Yeah, I didn't um, watch it.
0: Rachel was great. Yeah. Uh, Andy Dorfman's season I liked. People are like to hate on Andy, but I liked her season. Emily Maynard, uh, Queen, amazing. Um, <laughs> so And yeah, the women. Desiree, I liked her season. Shout out to Des. Like there's people. There, the girls are good.
1: Well, because I think the girls just know what they want. But then at the same time, why don't like there are men in the world who know what they want and can be like. Yeah, those, those bachelors. Men, like guess kinda, what?
0: Those men are married. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Those own. men aren't going on The Bachelor. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. Um. Anyways. Yeah, and this episode made me more frustrated with Peter and just kind of like, I don't really feel invested in... I could care less. ...where he's going to end up just because I don't feel... That's the thing. Is like I don't feel like he's ready for any of this. He, he's not ready to settle down. He's not ready for marriage. So it's like, I don't care who he picks at the end because you know it's going to be a short-lived little relationship and then he'll just yeah, yeah. We'll move on. Like, the I stakes are it. not high, I guess, is really kind of where it's at. I totally agree. And when I compare my
0: feelings at this point in this season to my feelings at this point in Hannah's season, like, Hannah Brown's ending, I thought about that every single day. <laughs> I was obsessed obsessed with the ending because I obviously was tinfoil hat city like wanted her to end up with Tyler C. I loved Tyler C like the whole right. thing I just and we didn't know because I, I always read spoilers but there wasn't any real spoilers so I would just like sleuth the internet trying to find who knew what and I was so invested in that and even after the show ended I was like still really invested in her to the point where I'm still invested in her. I don't feel that way at all about Peter. If they said next week, oh sorry, like the show is like the season's canceled, I would be like, great,
1: <laughs> great, <laughs> my Monday
0: nights back. Thank that's you, that's just so much.
1: fine. Thank you, you saved me four hours. Do you
0: know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And so, with that, we will try our best to so to summon up some passion for the fantasy suites. Yeah. yeah so, Madison. So we start off at the... I was was doing a starting off sound effect. Thank you so much. We start off at the last rose ceremony and Madison in her jumpsuit pulls Peter aside and says, if you were to sleep with anyone else, it would be really hard for me to move forward with this. And so she doesn't... So it, I don't know. It's not a yes. It's not a no. It's like people keep saying it's an ultimatum. It doesn't feel that way to me. She said, and Peter responds with, you know, that's not really fair to the other relationships. Again, valid point. And she, and I quote, in no way do I want to give you an ultimatum. Actions speak louder than words. Really big on that. Yep. That's exactly what she says. And I think that's valid. Like, people keep going back and forth between, like, oh, who's wrong? Like, both people cannot be wrong here. Because I think Peter's point is fair, too. Like, Madison, you're not the only girl here. I'm still dating according to Peter, he sees a future with all of them. So this is an important part of a relationship for me. This is something I want to explore with the other relationships. Like, don't tell me what to do. But she can also say, these are my boundaries. If you want a relationship with me, this is kind of what you have to comply with. I don't know. What did you think of that whole thing? Yeah, I actually completely agree.
0: Um, I did not think that she gave him an ultimatum. And as you said, she says, you know, I know I want to give you an ultimatum, but she essentially lays out what her values are what I thought was interesting was Peter's response to her after he kind of was like well there's other relationships here he he was kind of like telling her how much she means to him and I was kind of getting the sense that in Peter's mind he was seeing what Madison was saying as an insecurity thing and her just kind of having like oh, like, this is going to be really hard for me with you with these other women. Like, I'm freaking out a little bit. Like, other Uh women on the show have done when they're like, it's just really hard knowing you're dating all these other girls. Like, The way Peter was responding to her, I felt like that's how he took it from her was she's feeling insecure. She's having a hard time with thinking about me with other women. Let me reassure her and let her know that I really want her to be here and I really like her. And he walked away from that conversation thinking like, oh, she's just feeling a little bit insecure. Not understanding that she was laying out a boundary and saying, no, no, these are my values. This is what I believe. And if you don't do this, it's not like, oh, it's just hard for me. No, she's saying like, I'm not okay with that. So I totally don't think she gave him an ultimatum, but I wanted her in that moment, and I think she does a better job later on on her date. I wanted her in the moment in the beginning, not even necessarily to tell him, like, I'm saving myself for marriage, because that's her story to tell whenever she wants, but to be clearer with him or just to be at least, like, just more outspoken about it and just straight up say, like... This is my boundary. But I feel like she was having a hard time with it because she really likes him and she didn't want to scare him off. I mean, she didn't say anything for like the first five minutes. Yeah. It was clearly What
1: difficult. she was trying to say, I think, was a little muddled in that. And
0: yeah.
1: s- I think they walked away thinking they had,
0: each thinking that they had a different conversation.
1: Yes. That's probably fair. Um,
0: Which means later on, I don't think either one of them was necessarily wrong.
1: Right. I don't, I don't think necessarily either of them was wrong. I just think that this just keeps pushing that they are incompatible in their values. And for Peter to keep pushing this relationship that everyone watching can see, like, dude, how is this going to work in the real world? I don't see their lives, like, lining up. Right. It's just silly at this point. It's pure silliness. <laughs> um But either way, we get on the plane, we go to Australia, Golden Coast is gorgeous. I know, I really want to go there. Okay, but a couple questions, though. Do you think that he would have taken what Madison was saying more... Because the thing is, like, Madison is the only one who has not said she's falling in love with him to him. And had the dates been in different orders, do you think that once he got more of that validation from Madison, he would have restrained refrained from being with the other girls. Like I think part of this too is, is like I think he, he wants Madison to be his first choice but he doesn't have that validation from her. So he's like almost trying to like keep his options open in a weird way because I don't know.
0: I don't know. I'm trying to... Okay. I... Well, first of all, it would have never been in another order because the producers Obviously. would have never allowed that
1: Which we will get to how they're really... Do you work helping Peter?
0: Uh, but I really don't know because I could go either way. I feel like Peter's a very physical person. Like, right? Like he like that is clearly one of his values and yeah. there I'm to throwing no shade at that whatsoever. Like I don't know if Peter would I don't know, I kind of feel like for Peter like that's a big part of it. Like that kind of has to happen. Like he has to be intimate to use his word mm-hmm. with the women to like really know. And he does seem so confused throughout the entire episode about who his front runner is that I I wanna say that it maybe wouldn't have fixed the problem, like changing the order. But at the same time then maybe she would have been able to be more clear with him and maybe he would have said, Okay, let's end this right here. I choose you. I don't know
1: yeah we can't go back and now. we truly can't so the producers are putting them all together in one room and i and said what happened to the budget was it australia <laughs> like too expensive those flights are
0: too expensive now you can't afford rooms. well at this it's point,
1: just rude i will, and i think this is just going back to kind of our distaste for the show in general at this point when there's three women left it's it's less about the quote-unquote drama within the house, wherever that may be, and it is supposed to be more about the relationships. So these relationships are getting serious, so they keep the girls separate because that's fucking cruel to put them all in one room like that. And the fact that the producers are sacrificing literally Peter's relationship because I think there's a huge chance now with how they've kind of pressure-cooked this situation that he's going to end up with no one, and a lot of that has to do with the way the producers are letting this all Go about, and I don't think they would have done that five years ago. Because at the end of the day, I think when it comes down to the final four, final three, it is about securing a relationship for the lead, and they do not care about that at all, even at this point in the game, which I think is very telling. Yeah, because we're not going to get a love story here. I really don't think we are. No, and I think we've
0: known that we weren't going to get a love story for a while. Um, but again, I think we see this, this, uh, this producers pouncing on every opportunity to create drama and to create something on the screen that they think will be entertaining. And I think that, as we've said all season, like these producers don't respect the audience and don't understand the reason that the audience watches the show, right? Like the audience watches the show a lot of the time because yeah, they want to be entertained, but they do also at some point want a love story or want to see if it works out. And I and I keep saying they're insulting our intelligence, debt. but I
1: think the ratings are good right now. That's Maybe. what I am. I'm. I don't know because even even Chris Harrison's like on there doing damage control, being like, "Oh well, uh, you know, this was just a forced conversation that needed to happen with Madison, and we needed to have this." Uh, like I don't. It's just I don't know. It's it's silliness. Is what it is, right? And I think I think that if that's what they want to do, if that's the show they want to make,
0: if they want to turn this into like. The whole a thing Bravo is show. The
1: whole, exactly.
0: If they want to turn this into a Bravo show, that's fine. Go right ahead and do that. I probably won't watch anymore because, honestly, Bravo may, does it better. So I, I don't need True. to get it on ABC. Um, so if they want to turn it into that, that's fine. I think they'll lose some viewers. They'll probably gain some. I just... I don't know. Does it sacrifice the integrity of what they started? Like, are they insulting their own brand by bringing it to this level of literally needing to pull, feel the need to, is the phrase pull every punch? Like, to take advantage of every moment to, like, make them look bad and make it awkward for them?
1: Yeah, but but I guess I would ask, like, was there ever integrity in the show I guess I don't know I don't know I think as viewers get smarter they need to keep like pushing it further and further and further because we start to not buy some of the stuff that they would maybe play off 10 years ago Was like what are the chances type I yeah
0: that's definitely could be part of it right maybe it's not the show that's changing maybe it's me like maybe it's the viewers that are changing and maybe that's the problem I don't know maybe viewers are getting too smart for their antics
1: think it is a little bit of that too well because it's the same fucking show
0: every single time part of me feels like though we are in this generation of like the bachelor in paradise generation where they do play it up for the drama and it is purposely filmed and planned to be dramatic and how many people can we film crying and all this stuff um but like bachelor pad i know you didn't watch that but bachelor pad was the greatest thing they've ever done it was great. It was still dramatic. It was still a bunch of couples, like a bunch of people. It was there was still drama, but it, the vibe was just different. Yeah. But maybe it was because I watched that. I was when gonna I was say younger. how was the vibe different? And maybe my vibe was different. So that's also possible. Maybe the show hasn't
1: changed. Maybe it's me. Wow, that's so deep, but and that concludes our episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not wrong because I think People, when they watch The Bachelor for the first time, like, whenever that might be. It might be this season, honestly. I feel like some people are watching it now for the first time and they're like, this is a crazy show. I love this show. But then after, like, three or four seasons of the same show. Like, I feel like I felt that way with Ari season. I loved Ari season. I was like, this is so fucking ridiculous. This is the best shit ever. And now I'm like, okay, but it's the same shit every time. Yeah, it is. It's really hard to keep me invested in all of these people.
0: And there's not much based on the format of the show, there's not much they can do to change it because it's not really as much of a game that you can change. Like I always compare it to Survivor, but Survivor has been able to Have different themes and have different hidden things, and they can change elements of the game to make it continue to evolve and be interesting. But what are you going to change about the format of the show? It's a man or a woman dating a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean, other than throwing a bunch of men and a bunch of women in a house, but that's been done too,
1: a thousand times. Right. So that's not really new. So I feel like that's almost their way of trying to like reinvent things, is putting these pressure cooker situations. With the producers. I don't know. That's fair. Ugh, back to Hannah Ann. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. Do we have any thoughts about her? I think her I thought her day, the day portion of her date was fine. Um, honestly, I feel like everyone's sleeping on Hannah Ann here. Like everyone is so upset. Well, I, I don't know if it's everyone. The people I see on Twitter, I feel like everyone's like, Maddie, 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 Peter, you need to pick Maddie, 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 Maddie. And it's like, Guys, what about Hannah Ann? Like, I think I said this a couple episodes ago, and I stand by it. Hannah Ann is the actual right match for Peter. Yeah, I said
0: Peter and Hannah Ann are kind of a good fit. They're both corny and boring. Yes. We, I just, and we love. I, we love
1: just that Just because them.
0: I think that Hannah Ann would work well with Peter doesn't mean that I'm like, yeah, Hannah Ann is the bomb. Like, no, she's for sure. But she Exactly, but is the,
1: she's the right choice for Peter. Like, they should just go do their thing. She's going to move to – she's already moving to L.A., to be an influencer, he lives in L.A. Like, it yes. just, I, I just don't get why that's not being addressed more. And it's all just, like, every, I mean, and maybe that's how it's being edited, too. It's just that, like, Madison is the front runner. Like, he loves Madison. He's going to chase after Madison. And it's like, can we just skip all this and have him, like, pick Hannah Ann? Yeah.
0: Um. The big thing that was my takeaway, though, from Hannah Ann's date overall, my biggest issue was... I don't. I've. Ne- I don't think I've ever heard the two of them talk about anything other than their feelings for each other. Mm. You know. I mean it with every fiber
1: of my being. I oh, know. I, I
0: also- know that's good. I was like, okay, that is like a, a lot. Like, like I can. Al- I can always count on you. Um, earlier in the day, she, she's like, I will put forth that sacrifice and understanding of patience. But they never talk about like. Interests or hobbies or even really their families, like they don't have any real conversations, and I just keep going back and forth between: is that editing, or are they just that boring of people?
1: I think a little, a little of both, but I'm leaning towards the boring of people. Because like, what conversations has he had with anyone else about anything of substance? With Victoria F, it's always like we're bad at this. Why are you crying again? Yeah, that's fair. Well, but he also said he loves everything about his relationship with Victoria F., except for that they don't really communicate well. Oh, I have (laughs) lots to say about that. You know I do. Yeah, but yeah I don't know like does he talk about things with Madison like I I guess not no
0: I that's a very fair point I just it really stood out to me in Hannah Ann's date because they were saying so many things that I was like cringing that at that was just
1: ridiculous like the fiber I'm of I'm falling in being. love with you I mean that with every fiber of my being it's my like God. that is such a stupid thing to say to literally anyone let alone when you're someone like Peter on a tv show that you know is like pressure cooked and manipulated and produced to make you feel these feelings. Like, sometimes I'm just like, dude, are you stupid? I don't, I don't know. Because I think he really believes these things that he's saying. Yes. And, and I get that it's, it's probably easy to get wrapped up in this world, but can you take a step back and be like, oh, like, this is all, like, low-key fake. Let me take a step back here and just, like, get my bearings. And he can't.
0: I, I just made me think of in the past they've had like friends of the lead come on and like talk to them. I wonder if oh. Peter would benefit from having someone come talk some sense into him. I think other, so. than, his other mother, than his mother his <laughs> mother um, maybe that would be helpful. Um, the, uh, something else that I thought about on the date was I really feel like it was a missed opportunity that they weren't in a windmill for every single one. I know. Like, all this season, we've had to listen to these windmill jokes, and this would have been a time where I would have been like, ha, good one. Like, that's funny. If if there was some sort of windmill theme to the overnight, there wasn't. And then I also realized, which other people might have realized from the beginning of the episode, but it took me until this moment when he pulls out the card and says, like, should you choose to forego blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there thinking... Oh, if she chooses to forego, if she, like, chooses to not go to the fantasy suite, she would go back to the place where the other girls are. So they know that she took the fantasy suite because she has right, a come right, home. Right, right. And that's what makes it so extremely awkward. It's not just that even that you're living together. It's like you're sitting there going, oh, so they're having sex right
1: now. Cool, cool, cool. Right, right, right. Well, they even said that at one point. I think Madison was like, Oh, well, I think they're probably getting ready for like dinner time. And Victoria is like, no, they're getting ready for bed. Yeah, and Madison's like, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they have to sit there and, like, as the time goes on, they realize, like, oh, the state is going well. Like, oh, it, it's midnight. She's not coming home. Like, Which makes
0: thing. it so much like you said before, it sets Peter up for not being successful because it makes it so much harder for those girls to compartmentalize their yeah. feelings. And I think that the only way that this works in the end for someone, especially being the person that was a contestant and not the lead, to be able to be okay with, okay, you were dating all of these girls and maybe you slept with some of them, blah, 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 is if they're able to compartmentalize really well and they're like purposefully not allowing them to carpe- couple- compartmentalize it. Yeah. How many times can you say compartmentalize? Mm-hmm. No, I think
1: you're absolutely right. It's there, and like, it's a like now. Madison kind, even though she doesn't know for sure, now she knows that like they're all spending the night. Like if she's just staying in the room by herself, she can kind like your mind can play tricks on you and just be like, oh well, like it's she has a lot more plausible deniability of like I truly don't know how Hannah Ann's date went. Like she could have. Literally got, got sent home, and I wouldn't even find that out till I show up at the rose ceremony in two days. Or she could have maybe done the dinner portion and they skipped the night. Or, like, it's so much easier to have plausible deniability when you can't see it. Yes. And now it's they're being rubbed in your face. Yes. And even if, for some miracle,
0: him not that it'll be a miracle, but for some reason, him and Maddie end up together in the end, then he, they have to watch the season back and she has to listen to him say about Hannah Ann. I see exactly what I have in front of me. <laughs> it's the most perfect woman I've ever dreamed of. I'm sitting there watching going, you idiot. Yeah. Remember Ben Higgins? I don't think you watched the season. No, I did Ben Higgins said that he loved or like that he was falling in love with or something. Used the word love with his final two. And it was drama at the time. It was this huge deal. Everyone said how horrible that was. It was so hard for JoJo, who ended up becoming the bachelorette. Oh, another good bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so difficult for JoJo. Everyone was like, that was so messed up. Why did you do that? And now we're just letting Peter Weber say it to literally yeah. everyone? Yeah, no, the, the
1: reins have really been just let out on that one. Your
0: future wife, and I'm using air quotes, is going to be sitting next to you on the couch some in a couple months from now watching you say this, and you clearly don't that this other woman was the most perfect woman you've ever met in your life
1: and here's the thing is it's like that's why I don't feel bad for Peter for the situation that he's now gotten himself into because other bachelors have handled it in a much more respectful way like Nick Vial has said this that like he knew pretty much like he was gonna pick Vanessa he only slept with Vanessa in the fantasy suite and he even said in a podcast that I was listening to recently that like he was also very conscious of like what he said to the other girls, like he he was like I don't he's like yeah you know I'm like respectful and polite and I have a good time with him, but I never said anything that would lead them to look back and be like wait, but like what if you weren't gonna pick me why would you say that? And you know why he he and I wonder if he was
0: able to do that and because was so, he was also a con- so conscious yeah. of it because of what happened between him and Andy, I think. Was yeah, and
1: Caitlyn too.
0: Yeah, well, he was in second both. He came in. He was runner up both times. But with one of them, I want to say it was Andy. I mean, he literally said at the after the final rose, like, "Well, then why did you make love to me?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that whole yes, thing. Yes, yes. So I feel like Nick was maybe more conscious of that
1: because right. he was in that position literally twice. Um, literally twice. I know, literally twice. But it was, I think, a big problem in both Andy's relationship, then with Josh, and obviously Caitlin and Sean's relationship. Yeah. Like, they literally never got over that fact that, like, she had slept with Nick. So, yeah, I guess Nick was more conscious of that. But sure. Peter, come on. How many times have you seen the show? Have some sense. No, I couldn't. It's just, like, it. I think at this point you probably – I'm like, I just – you can't be equally in love with these three people. Like, you probably have a sense of who you're leaning towards. So – I don't know, protect those relationships. Even Colton was able to do it. Like, remember, Taysha was so, like, giddy going into their fantasy suite and then they they clearly did not have sex that night and she, you could tell just in her face, like, she knew it wasn't her the next yeah. day because Colton, I don't, like, I mean, granted, he was a virgin so probably took that step a lot more seriously, but still, it's just, like, other people have done it in a way that where it's not so fucking messed up. Yeah, but this it just feels messy.
0: So, after a good hand-in-the-bathroom shot, which I was like, really, this whole season they've been showing us this I shot. I know. And it was
1: Hannah and I Anne. wrote that down. I was like, I thought this was going to be some, like, secretive, like, yeah. after hours, Hannah Brown shows up in his hotel room in Australia, and then they do it in his ho- Like, because the way they shot it, it was like, yeah, I wrote that down, too. I was like, ah, oh, the big reveal of who that is behind the, the door. Kind of silly. Yeah. Really misleading, honestly. Very misleading. <laughs> Um, but so otherwise,
0: yeah. Hannah Ann comes back to the same room she's sharing with the other girls. It's mm-hmm. so awkward. Victoria leaves from, for her date, and I just have a series of quotes that makes me want to punch Peter in the face. Okay. Please list them. I need to hear them. Oh, you want to hear them? Okay. Yeah. We're still here. We both still choose each other right now.
1: I trust... <laughs> I love that
0: the right now is in there,
1: because it's like, dude, you are still dating to other people, but...
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure. You choose each other. I trust you, and I have your back, and I have your side. To me, I'm actually really attracted to that. It's never going to be a boring relationship. I love everything about my relationship with Victoria, <laughs> except for communicating with her.
1: Sir, <laughs> that's most, a very important part. Uh, that is the relationship. most of a
0: relationship. Like, are you just going to live on separate continents and never talk to each other, but, like, you'll be in a relationship? It's like, fuck every now and then, and then... But still, still being intimate, it, that, that is an aspect of communicating. Like, communicating Control. is literally the point of a relationship, Right? Yes, no, you're right. I love everything about her
1: except for having to talk to her. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> then you don't love everything about her. I know, that was so ridiculous. That's just, he's so stupid. He's yes. so stupid.
0: That's literally all I have for the day portion.
1: Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I was so mad. Do you think, at like, you know, what they're showing, because we cut back, before we get to Victoria's dinner portion, they cut back again to the house of Madison and Hannah Ann sitting there. And they make make it very awkward, right? Like, there's a lot of awkward silences. There's a lot of, like, you know, Madison saying, you know, this is really make it or break it for me. Hannah Ann, like, not saying anything and being like, giggle, 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 inside probably. But do you think at some point they spoke more about what, like, at some point, how can Madison not be like, okay, but, like, tell me what happened on your date type thing? Like, how are they not talking about it? Like, all they show on the show is, like, their awkward silences and these weird, like, one-off, like, one-word conversations. But, like, these girls have been living together for weeks They're now. Friends. They're friends, yeah. You saw when When Hannah Ann walked in, Maddie was like, oh, my God, hey. But then, they like, re- it, like, the reality sets in of what is actually happening and then they get cold with each other. Part of me feels like they didn't
0: really talk about it because it can't really go well either way. Either, after what Maddie says to Hannah Ann about, like, what she told Peter, either Hannah Ann slept with Peter – and so now that's awkward. You don't want to tell your friend that. You don't want to be the person that brings that to the table. I know. And clearly later on, Maddie is unaware that he's been intimate.
1: Intimate.
0: Um, so nobody told her, or I assume nobody told her, or he didn't sleep with Hannah Ann, and now Hannah Ann's sitting there going, this is why he wouldn't sleep with me. And so that's got to be a whole complex for her. Right. So either way, it's super awkward for Hannah Ann because it's like, well, you told him not to sleep with anybody, but he slept with me. Sorry. Or you told him not to sleep with anybody. Are you kidding me? He's not going to pick me. And I just told him I loved him and blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, it's not good. Do you for think her there's, there's no choice. There's no option that he didn't sleep with Hannah Ann, though, right? Like, oh, I think they always try to make it seem like they slept with them, and I, I think they don't. I, they might have. So when he says he has been intimate, you think that was about. Victoria F. Or if he was
0: only going to sleep with one of them, if he only slept with one of them, my money would be on Victoria. Really? Yes. I oh. almost was thinking the opposite. Really? See, yeah. I would say Victoria because he, he he even says that they have a great chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Like I feel like the only thing keeping that relationship together is the fact that he thinks she's smoking hot and they have good makeouts. Like That's basically what has gotten them to this point, so I would have a hard time believing that they wouldn't sleep together, whereas Hannah Ann, I could see them just like talking about their feelings and like blah blah blah. But I mean, then they gave us the bathroom yeah. shot, so it's also totally possible. Yeah, but the bathroom he has, shot
1: is like that's a, that's a choreographed
0: shot, right? He like they're talking much in the about his physical relationship or his physical attraction to Hannah Ann as he does right. with Victoria. So that's where my theory comes from. But he also yeah. is, you know, we know
1: he's a big slut, so he could sleep with both of them.
0: I mean, that's kind which of which like, is fine. Peter, what that's okay. I'm not judging you.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Sleep
0: with whoever you want, and then face the consequences.
1: Right. Well, we can discuss that after because I also, I you know, there's so many comparisons being drawn between him, how weird people are acting towards Peter and how people acted towards Hannah when she was like, you know, my body, my choice type thing. We'll, but we'll talk about that after. We need we need to get through these dates, people. You're right. Um, night portion. Night portion. Victoria F tries to explain the way she is yeah, that why was, she is the way she is that was very unclear to me and did not really make up for the emotional abuse and the gaslighting um, yeah that's all I have to say about that Peter said at one point there's nothing we need to work on at all <laughs> it's like okay I literally wrote down next to that quote okay Peter basically I
0: want to bone you Vicky F. Like that, I just was watching it going he is just sitting here being like I
1: can't wait to sleep with this girl because I just have a hard time believing somebody is this stupid. No, but I think he actually is this stupid. I, I think, like, I don't know, because part of me does feel bad when people say things like "literally all Victoria is good for is fucking" because it's like, oh, she's still a person, guys. But oh, I don't believe that about her. I just have a hard, t- based
0: on the way that their relationship has been, I have a hard time believing that he is actually genuinely looking at it and saying, yeah,
1: this is. No, what I, I want. think he's actually that stupid, and I think he is confusing like they're they're arguing and their and their conflict for like passion and yes. like fighting for love Right, he keeps like i saying think like, he's genuinely right. stupid in what real love is supposed to look like. He
0: keeps saying, "Ooh, we've been through so much." Like to Peter to go through drama in a relationship like it makes is, it
1: stronger or whatever. Yeah, I, I
0: think that is i think we summed up the whole season like 7 episodes ago when we said this man doesn't understand what a relationship <laughs> is. He's like right. too immature to have a relationship. Right. So,
1: they so should have canceled it then, but no one wants to listen to us. I don't know, but then towards the end there, I did feel a little bit bad for Victoria, because she's, like, crying, and she's like, you know, like, I I don't know, I feel like she doesn't understand, like, I don't think anyone's ever, like, treated Victoria nicely. Do you think that's, like, a fair statement? No. Okay. Like, I feel like she just goes for, like, shitty married men who obviously are just going to treat her like an object and treat her like shit, and then go back to their wives, like I don't know. I feel like she was like she's opened up and become softer with realizing that oh, like people actually like me. <laughs> wow, you told see. I I don't will, this is I, just a just a thought. I don't know if this is even my formal opinion on this. I'm just saying. But like towards the end there, she was really like tearing up. Like you know, like I love him so much. Like like you think what she was just faking it? Okay. I know that I
0: am extra judgmental of her, so my whole opinion of her is tainted. It doesn't excuse her horrible way. Like, I still think she's an emotionally manipulative gaslighter, but those people also
1: have feelings, too.
0: Yes, I just think I'm having a hard time right now because, on the one hand, I totally praise Hannah Brown, love Hannah Brown, for her vulnerability and all those things. And then, allegedly, we're getting Victoria (laughs) F. vulnerable, and I'm sitting there going, yeah, I'm not buying it. But I think I'm not buying it because all season long we've seen her kind of do this thing where she just plays the victim. Oh, I just, I'm having a hard time. Oh, I'm just, And even in this conversation she's like, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know what you want me to say. And I I do believe that on some sense she really doesn't know. Well,
1: because I think that's how she's gotten attention from men in the past, right? But it's it's not the right kind of attention. That doesn't uh, attract people that actually, like care for you and will be an equal partner for you and I think that's what's like weird to her about Peter is that like yeah yeah it initially worked and he was into her but then she's like oh wait he did well I don't know maybe I feel bad for me and dump her because that's really what's gonna happen it's like she's obviously going home I was like wow that girl is going to spiral after she just like came to this realization oh yeah she's gonna spiral I I need to see
0: it I feel bad for Victoria F in the sense of I feel I feel like she has a lot of self work to do and she doesn't and maybe she is more aware after this. Like, maybe that'll be her big thing, her big takeaway after she watches the season back and realizes and watches herself do these things. Maybe she will walk away and be like, wow, I really have to work on myself and how I handle relationships. Like, I'm, I'm not ready for a relationship. I got to work on me. I hope that's how she walks away from the season. I will totally applaud her. I will say I'm sorry if she does. <laughs> but I just,
1: she has done it so
0: consistently that I'm,
1: I just don't know. But I, that's my ideal scenario from... from right, her. but I'm saying, I think a lot of those things that she's done are a product of her having just, like, this horrible, like, insecure self-hatred, self-loathing, like, doesn't feel worthy of, like, literally anything. Yeah, I mean, being well, yeah, I think that she's, she self-sabotages because she doesn't think that she's worthy of yeah. love, but she does Which doesn't make it healthy, doesn't make it right, doesn't mean Peter has to be the victim of that abuse. But she does it in a way that's, like, manip... Like we said, manipulative and emotionally abusive...
0: And that's the issue that I have. And she was really mean to, mean to the other girls. Would like cry and then yell at somebody else for crying. I know. That's where she lost me. <laughs> that is literally when I was oh, like, fucking and matured. I'm done with this girl.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, know, I just, I did, I had a moment where she was, she was literally tearing up and she's just like, I just love him so much. Like, I didn't realize it could be like this good. That was a nice moment. It's like, oh, like, I was like, wow, this is a girl who's literally never been treated well by anyone ever. Yeah. It was kind of the vibe I was getting. No, that's fair. That was a nice so, moment. That's all I'm saying. I'm not pro Victoria F, but sometimes I feel like I, I feel like I'm defending her a lot on this podcast. Well, um, you kind of have to because I just come just out blazing her so
0: with up for her. She, she's still a person. She, I will say, evil terrible people still have feelings, guys. She could come on Bachelor in Paradise, and I can totally change my tune about her. Redemption
1: arc. I have
0: not been a fan of her, but I'm I'm willing to accept change should I see it in the same way that I hated Nick Vile. <laughs> hated Nick Vile. Watched him on Paradise, and I was like, you've redeemed yourself with me. I like this. Why did you hate him? Because I had to watch him on two seasons, and I loved Sean Booth. I was like, Sean Booth and Caitlin are perfect. I was big fans of them, and Nick was just kind of like always in the way. It was annoying. And I was like, this is the second time I've had to watch you. You're annoying me. That's fair. And then I watched him on Paradise, and he was really nice to the girls, and he had really tight girlfriends, and I liked how he treated women as friends. And I was like, oh, he's a good guy. So if they give me Victoria F in a different light, I'm willing to change my opinion. I'm just gonna say it.
1: Okay. But that's fair. She's right, gotta so stop crying and I know. She's really gotta get talking in that baby voice. I know. I will say though, her vocal fry sometimes is on point where I'm just like, she says things with such a monotone like that it's just like Ooh, you like it. Well, because I just think that's like a funny way to talk. It's very like <laughs> when the stakes are so high and emotions are running so high, and she can sit there in a pure monotone voice talking about these things. I just think it's funny. Alright, that's fair. And then we go to Maddie's Madison. date. Maddie Maddie Um Well, her day the day portion of her date was fucking horrifying. And I was oh so God. pissed if that was my date. Yep. I said, is this supposed to be a metaphor? Like, the view from the
0: top makes the climb. Well, because she kept saying fucking
1: cliches. Like, you know, you just got to keep taking one step forward. And sometimes there's wind that pushes you side to side, but you climb it together. I was like, oh, Oh my God. Save that shit for church, lady. Like, (laughs) I don't. (sighs) Um... She realizes she's in love with
0: him. They climb this thing. It looks terrifying. I'm like, this is really messed up to bring a date this scary in the
1: final round. We should be past the scary dates. Just saying. Yeah. Maybe they thought that, because there is some sort of science that when you endure like mm. traumatic adrenaline things together, it makes you feel like you're closer to the person. Hence why they do a lot of dates like that. So maybe they were trying to get Madison, like, get her adrenaline juices flowing. And maybe she'd be like, I give it all up to you, Peter. You are Take the one. Take me now. Maybe. I don't know. Um, It didn't work out. How do you feel about the fact that she has not yet told him that she's saving herself from marriage? Like, I don't know if we're making it a bigger deal than it needs to be. I I guess because the past few seasons, that has been so at the forefront of the conversation that I'm like, oh, she definitely should have told him sooner. But then other people who have been virgins for whatever reason on The Bachelor in the Past are like, mostly Becca Tilly was saying this. She's like, yeah, no, it's just not something that you like run around like screaming to people to talk about when i first meet someone now that we're at the fantasy suite portion that seems like the appropriate time to bring up a conversation like that because this is the allotted time in this process where we talk about sex so i don't know but i always kept thinking i was like really like she's waiting till day of to like bring that up because he probably thinks at this point he's sleeping with her tonight Yes, I think that he. I think that he does. Until she says that, I think that he does think
0: that. But like, that's a product of our society. Right, and that
1: sounds like a Peter problem. And like that's that. right, exactly. It's that like sounds the... like a
0: Peter problem and a man problem and a society problem and absolutely mm-hmm. not right, right, man right, problem. Right, 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 right. I agree with Becca Tilly completely. I think that. It was. I did not at all like what a big deal they made out of Colton's virginity that whole season, um, because I thought it was very annoying, and it kind of made it seem like, oh, look at this person in their twenties that's a virgin. Like this is crazy. There's actually a lot of people in their twenties that are virgins, and there's nothing wrong with it. Right. That and it's none of your business. Right. It's literally none of your business. Like I almost wish that. Like Maddie didn't have to talk about it at all because it's none of our business. There's it. it it's told that was totally her choice and it's her thing. And yeah, what's wrong with us that we're like, oh, fantasy suites, everybody's got to do it. I know, and I don't know
1: why I feel like so entitled to all of this information about all of these people. But that is kind of what the show does to you. It's like you mm-hmm. see parts of the relationship and then you get invested. I'm like, no, I need to know everything. I was like, put a secret camera in that fantasy suite now. I need to see all the positions. Like, I need to know. Yeah. Like, like did Victoria F. like. I don't know people were making jokes online that she like was doing I don't know like choking Peter and like holding him at gunpoint making him come I'll cut that part out <laughs> She could have been. I don't know. I mean. Well, I need to know. I feel invested in this information. I know. I really don't. I'm just being.
0: No, but I agree with you, right? Because that's what I go through every time a couple breaks up. I'm like mad that I watched them fall in love and get engaged, and now I don't get to watch them fight and break up. Like, that just feels wrong. Like, I invested my time. I'm owed this ending. I know on a reasonable, rational human level that that is not true, but the way that they expose you to all of these things when you watch the show makes you feel in a lot of ways like you like, you're owed that. Yeah. So I do get that, and I do get why people find it so interesting, but I don't really think it's... I think she brought it up at the appropriate time. Yeah. I, I think it's not... People want to, like, be like, oh, that's that whole... That's, that was Colton's personality, was that he was a virgin. Like, that's... It's just one tiny part of a person. Totally. And I think people who, like, save themselves for a little while, people don't understand it.
1: They can't wrap their mind about it, but... It's really not that big of a deal. All right, should we get into, I don't know, what else do you want to talk about? Like, with her date? Because here's my thing. Like, I feel like Madison is 100% not wrong for saying, look, this is, these are my boundaries. This is kind of like my expectations. If someone is going to be in a relationship with me and they're going to propose to me, like, this is how I see it going down. Peter is also not wrong for saying my body, my choice. We're not married. I still have two other relationships. I You can't tell me how to explore those relationships. What to do with my body. Very Hannah B-esque. But where I fall off the wagon is then Madison being like, okay, well, like, I told you my boundaries, so, like, guess I'm going to, like, go. And Peter being like, wait, what? No. Like, like, Peter, did you not take what she was saying seriously? I feel like he thought that he could do whatever the fuck he wanted and then go back to Madison and just be like, sorry, like, did you not take what she was saying seriously? Do you not, like, hold what she said to the same value as, like, I don't know. I just, that's the part that's annoying the shit out of me. It's, like, Peter sitting there being, like, please stay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's, like, she told you this is what was going to happen. I just don't so I
0: it, that's why I bring it back to that initial conversation from what we saw I really believe that Peter walked away from that conversation thinking it was about something that something else like I think he walked away from that conversation thinking oh Matt is feeling a little insecure you know she says actions speak louder than words I gotta have a really great day with her I did not get the sense from Peter in that conversation that he was really understanding the gravity of what she was saying. I mean, saying. but
1: she did say in pure, like, this is the exact quote, if you sleep with anyone else, it will be very difficult for me to move forward. And then Peter's shocked when she's yeah. having difficulty moving forward. It's well, like, because I think... literally the word she said. I think he heard it, and he was like, yeah, she doesn't really mean that, right? Which I, I think also, is very, like, selfish and yeah, a huge, bad red flag of someone you're going to be in a relationship with that when you set your boundaries and you say, these are my expectations for this relationship, for Peter to say, mm, you don't really mean that, and then go do whatever the fuck you want, and then come back and ask for forgiveness later. Like, that's not a good no. sign of a good partner that you want to do life with. Exactly. Here's, here's the thing. Mm-hmm.
0: I, compl- I totally, she had me when she was like, why? Would, like, when she was like, I couldn't accept a proposal from someone A week from now, who six days earlier had slept with someone else. I was like, oh my God, who could? What is like that? And I get that that's the show, but like, it's actually really not. And I have a very, very hard time believing, and I think this is my biggest issue with this episode, that Peter doesn't know who he's going to pick. I have a very hard time believing that he either. But I get the sense that he really doesn't know who he's going to pick. Yeah. And I I think that that's BS. Like, dude, are you kidding me, dude? Like, you can't. If you don't, I'm sorry, if you don't know that you want me, what, like, we're, you're you're dating, there's three of us left. If at this point, you don't know that it's me, I don't want to be here. I, I don't want you, because you don't want me enough. If you're not sure in this, then no. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it's like, Ooh,
1: I guess we'll choose you, like that. But that is kind of the nature of the show, right? It's like they just give you this, this obscure timeline that, like, oh, by this date, you need to know who you want to get engaged to. And, like, that's not how, like, life works. That's not how normal dating works, that where you are given, like, okay, there's this many days, and then on this day, like, you better (coughs) fucking know, because that's, like... No, it's not realistic. But but I I think also Madison, too, is thinking that her relationship is leaps and bounds more deep, connected, whatever. Like, I think she thinks, like, their relationship is, like, on another level than these other relationships, and I think that is a little, like not really seeing the whole picture like I think she thinks like yeah no Peter like, you know it's gonna be like us to the end right because we just like have such a deep connection so like see, I don't
0: really get but I don't get that sense from her at all see I,
1: do, I don't know
0: she never really talks about like how into him she is like she never really talks about like I don't get the sense from her that she's like super into him I get the sense from her that she's like huh, I guess he must really like me because I'm still here like this is weird like, right. I get the vibes of, like, I'm super in and it's going to be us blah, blah, from Hannah and more than I get it from Maddie. I think that editing has made us made yeah. us think that it's, like, Maddie and it's such a sure thing that it's Maddie. I don't, but I don't get that from because I think she's still trying to decide if she even wants to be with him. And it's to- she's totally in her right to because there's two people in a relationship. Colton actually commented on something and it was like, great. He was like, there's two people here. Like, Peter doesn't just get to decide. Oh, I pick you. You're going to be my wife now. Oh, well, of course. It's two people making a commitment. And if Madison is not okay with Peter doesn't want to be with Peter please by all means walk away and I understand why she's having a hard time with it because I think she does really like him and I think that she does really feel like in order to be with him she would compromise her values and that's Really but then she thing. should...
1: It is difficult, but then it's... But then I'm, like, losing patience for it. I'm, like, okay, well, then you've made your decision. Walk away. And I don't like how Peter is there thinking that he can, like, reel her back in by just being, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, please. Like, give but me like, your Lord's forgiveness. And I'm just, like, dude, she said what she said. She said this is... If you want to be engaged to me at the end of this, this is kind of, like, what I would expect you to do. It's just, like... Just being, but I think all it's run out to be like. I think okay, that's a real that's problem, public. though.
0: I think people not having aligning values—that's a real world issue that couples face all the time, and they and people don't just walk away, right? You have people that get married and they're like, "Wait, you don't want kids? I want kids." Like that's a huge that's a huge thing. Or people who um, you know, they get to the point where they have kids, and then religion, like, "Oh, I want. I thought we were going to raise them this way. I think we're going to raise them that way." People don't communicate their values and have a hard time, I oh, think, of like values.
1: People got to get on that before they get married. Like, you got to have these conversations, people, I say, okay. as a single girl. Right. <laughs> and, and, you do, and you absolutely do, but I do
0: think that it is, it can be difficult when, it, it's just a difficult thing to navigate. I think people in real life have that yeah. problem. So I think we're seeing a real life problem, and I... Feel for them because I think that they're both in a difficult spot.
1: You're so for like you're so open. I'm so over it. I'm just like all right, like Madison, leave. Well, I said I would
0: like the season to be canceled. I don't want to watch any of it. Yeah, but I do. I try to have empathy. I I feel for both of them. I just I just want this season to be over. I don't think it's a good season. Everything like I'm not gonna be happy no matter how it ends. I'm not going to be happy. If he ends up with Maddie, the girl's compromised her values, I'm not going to be happy. If he ends up with Hannah Ann, I just don't think that's going to really work out in the long run. I'm not going to be happy. If he ends up with Victoria F. really not going to be happy. (laughs) If he ends up alone, I'm going to feel like I wasted my time. I'm not going to be happy. There is no way that this season ends
1: that I walk away like, whew, worth it in the end. Right. And I think, unfortunately, he's just going to end up alone. Yeah. Like, I think, here's what I think is going to happen. I think he's going to, Madison will leave. He will, ch- he'll realize that the person he loved all along was Madison. He's going to go chase after her. I think they're going to try to do, it. So like, she's going to forgive him. And they're going to try to have a relationship for, like, two months. And, and then, then she's going to watch gonna be, him
0: call Hannah and the most
1: perfect woman. And she's
0: going to be like, see ya, dude.
1: Yeah, hate to see it. Yeah,
0: it's just awkward. I, I, I don't know if it's a spoiler to tell the theory that I read that I like. You no, know, you can just say it. Um, I read a theory that he ends up with Kelly.
1: Oh, yeah, I actually
0: want to hear this theory. That is the way the season can end. Let me find it. Well,
1: because honestly, there are no spoilers. Like, no people know who the final two is, which we will not say, but, like, I'm sure you can guess. (laughs) Um, And no one knows what happens after that. Do you think at some point... I also think at some point he could be, like, so devastated by Maddie leaving, but then have accepted that he's going to, like, settle for Hannah Ann, and then Hannah Ann being, like... Wait, dude. Like, what the fuck? Like, you can't be still. Like, I'm still here. <laughs> like, why are you still so sad about Maddie? Like, get over it.
0: Yeah. See, I am actually, I'm, I'm actually very into that idea of like him. He's like, like I guess I'll go with Hannah, Ann, and then Hannah would be like, wait, what? No, thanks.
1: Yeah, I would like that.
0: Okay, I can't, I can't find the original post, but it was on Reddit, and someone said that they think that, um, he's with Kelly now because essentially his whole family follows Kelly on Instagram and they don't follow anyone else
1: which is suspicious his dad follows 52 people and one of them is Kelly yeah that is kind of suspicious what are the chances and she's not at the Women Tell All next week
0: and that was Um, another reason they were like maybe she's not at Women Tell All because they don't want it to be obvious and then they're going to bring her out for after the final rose but I never saw him him in that conversation in that white shirt like what if that's him going and trying to like get Kelly back that would be so. LOL. He flies all the, the way
1: back to the like, U.S. Why? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I loved Kelly, but I'm no, fine with that ending. I That's never fine. saw like other than their initial comfort when you know they're all coming into the mansion and Peter's like, ah, oh, like I've seen you before. We have spent some time together. Yeah. Like you, yay. Other than that initial like comfortable comfortableness, comfortable What what the fuck word would that be? Comfortable? I don't know. Compartmentalized. I don't think so. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Other than that, I feel like that initial connection just kind of fizzled. You just want comfort. Yeah. uh, yeah.
0: With no suffix. Comfort.
1: Yes, that initial comfort. It just fizzled since then. So for him to just be like, wait, the person I need right now is (laughs) Kelly Flanagan. Well, in my mind, it's going to work like this. He's going to be sitting in the room,
0: and he's just going to be like, it's going to come back to him in a flashback the (laughs) moment she said, you know, relationships could be fun. And he's going to be like, oh, oh that, would be, that would be like a rom-com. He mm-hmm. can be like, oh, the answer was in front of me all along. Relationships don't have to be miserable and make me cry. Let me go back to her. And then he's going to get on the plane and he's going to fly to wherever she's from. Chicago. Chicago. And he's going to be like, I know you weren't expecting this, but I want to be with you. And she's like, cool, whatever.
1: I know, that's literally <laughs> going to be your
0: answer. <laughs> <mouth>. Like, okay. <laughs> and then they live happily ever after. That would be nice. That's my ending. I mean, that
1: would be an ending no one's ever expected because Chris Harrison has built this up to be an ending like we've never seen before.
0: They always do, though. I
1: don't trust that man. I, uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> he is like a robot at this point. I, no. I don't trust him either because Chris Harrison is also like an executive producer of this show. Like he is in on like the evil masterminding. Like he is yeah. not. Right, he's just some nice, friendly man who comes around to, like, narrate every now and then. Like, he's sitting there in the control room, having these people confined in him and, like, acting as their friend to their face. And then going behind the control room and, like, putting them in these pressure cooker, terrible situations. He, he thought that maybe it was a bad idea to send Alea home. Bring her back! Bring her back! yeah gaining so much trust from the lead and like really like that's one thing if you're just like a normal producer and you're like yep yeah, this is my job like I'm a shitty person but Chris Harrison like tricks them and I feel like they're all like yeah Chris is my friend like Chris has my back in this and he's sitting there like I know but I uh, you're sitting like a Wizard of us behind the curtain
0: you're sitting here saying all these things and I'm going oh my god I hope Chris Harrison never finds out what we said about him because I'm scared of that man
1: Oh yeah, he definitely knows some people. I'm, <laughs> if I'm I dead next week from a suicide? It was not a suicide, guys. It was Chris Harrison.
0: Yep, just keep that in mind, everyone. <laughs> so Chris Harrison did it.
1: Chris Harrison did it. <laughs> Alright, well, we got to the end we, of the episode. We got through it, guys, and I'm sorry for our lack of enthusiasm, and I'm sure you guys are feeling it, too, because this has been a rough one. The biggest problem with the episode, no rose ceremony, so no points in our bracket. Oh, I honestly but forgot because, to mine out, so that's good.
0: Just because the show didn't give you a rose ceremony doesn't mean we won't. do 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 do, 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 do. rose and thorn. Wasn't that so good? That, that was, a was good so good. That was so good. What do you got? I, don't
1: wait I, I did not mine. plan mine ahead of time, I'm but...
0: i like getting to be less and less people.
1: I know. So, Rose goes to... I feel like I've given this one before, but... Hannah Ann. Because I think, at the end of the day... Peter doesn't know what's good for him or what he wants, but at the end of the day, dude, you should just date... Don't get engaged. Just date Hannah Ann. You she said is, she gets your Rose? Yes. Okay. Because she is the most compatible for him. She is already moving to Los Angeles. There's just, like, Peter, I think you need some experience in relationships, and you have a lot of growth to do. And obviously, like, that can't happen unless you're in relationships. And I think Hannah Ann would be a great place to start with really figuring yourself out and what you want. And yeah, just this this whole obsession with, like, nothing wrong with Madison. She seems like a, a very sweet girl, but it's so frustrating to me how he has built up like the idea of her in his mind to be like this is the one and only person for me when I just like dude on paper this makes no sense you are not compatible so Hannah gets my rose and Thorne yeah there's like no other people like I don't know fucking Peter like hate that guy (laughs) sorry Peter please come on our podcast yeah
0: Okay, so I'm gonna start with my thorn because my thorn's a throwaway, but my rose is, I worked hard on. No, I didn't, but I'm okay. excited about my rose.
1: My thorn, also
0: giving to Peter, mm-hmm. it's been said, I'm over it. Although I did wanna mention before this episode ends, you alluded to this earlier. The people's reactions to Peter sleeping with people versus mm. people's reactions to Hannah B sleeping with people. What was your take on that? While we're still talking about Peter. Sure. So,
1: well, so my issue with Peter has nothing to do with him sleeping with two other people. Agreed. And th- And that's the thing. If he had had a monologue that was like, you know what, Madison? Like, because maybe if he would, I don't know, in an alternate universe where he's not even that into Madison and she's been pissing him off already and then she gives him this boundary and he's like, you know what, Madison? Like, You're not my wife. You don't get to tell me how I get to explore my other relationships. Like, my body, my choice. Jesus still loves me. Like, if he gave that same monologue, I'd be like, okay, yeah, like, go off, Peter. My issue with Peter is that he seemingly wants to be with Madison, but then ignored her entire boundary, did it anyway, and now is, like, so sad that she's sticking to exactly what she said. That's my thing. So that's why I think when people are saying that they're comparing the two, I just, I think... That's not why people are annoyed with Peter. It's not that he slept with two other people. It's that yeah, he, no one's shaming him for sleeping with anyone, right? I'm I'm at just all. I'm just shaming him for ignoring the wishes of the person who he claims is the person that he's in love with and wants to be his his top choice. Right. That's like that's what I'm shaming him for. That was fair. As I, and I feel like Madison has done such a good job in articulating herself in a way that is so not Luke P that the comparisons there are just like. Not fair. Because she's been very, like, I'm not judging you. I don't expect you to have the same beliefs as me. Like, this is just what I've chosen for myself. Blah. Okay, great.
0: Yeah. I just wanted you to get to say that because you didn't say it and I wanted to get to say. Thank you so much. Okay, and my rose is going to the... Cameraman <laughs> on the building for that climb. Oh! Because I don't good know one. if you notice the camera work there. Like, normally when they do those things, they have like a GoPro on their helmet. Right. That was clearly someone climbing backwards up those stairs <laughs> oh in god. front of Madison. And I'm just watching it going, oh my god, someone is filming. And you know, those cameras are like they're big, big and they're panning out, like they're moving the camera climbing up this building. And just shout out to that man or woman because oh, you could not pay me to climb, like, with a parachute attached to my body. like I, I would, know. I would not do that date. No. That took some guts. So I just wanted to shout out that person. That was so observant. That was really, really beautiful. That was my favorite moment. That was my favorite realization <laughs> of the episode. Great. But that's where we're at, where I have to cling to the unseen <laughs> staff on the show in order to Find someone's shout out,
1: but that's uh, fine. all right. Well, two more to go. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know how many episodes the finale is gonna be.
0: Oh, let us pray that it's just one long three hour episode. No, it's not going to be. Are you kidding? <laughs> it's gonna be like a two hour episode every day for a well, whole so week. Well, so I
1: think I'm just gonna give a little spoiler, whatever. We know Victoria is at the Women Tell All. That is a fact. Okay. Um, and yeah, spoiler alert, guys, she's not in the top two. I feel like we kind of knew that. Yeah, should, why I, should I take that part out? I don't know, get over it. I don't care. All right. Well, whatever. So so what I think next week is going to be, they're going to show the beginning, like the rose ceremony, whatever happens there, and then go into the women's all. So then I think really what we're going to have, we, we need two episodes because it's going to be
0: a one-on-one and then after the final rose. We are going to have two episodes. We need two episodes. So we have three line. episodes. Maybe three episodes.
1: Maybe seven episodes. Who knows what more content we need. But by the ninth, we'll be done? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, but I'm also curious because so much because the season has not been spoiled I think a lot has changed and gone down after the finale that they filmed so that was my whole theory is why they gave us a random episode on a Wednesday that they needed that they need to add extra episodes to explain everything it's gonna be like oh and then he picked or he picked Hannah Ann and then he was like oh no he's chasing after Madison and then four weeks ago Madison slid into his DMs like some ridiculous is it is next week
0: just women tell all it's just one episode I next week? I think
1: so. Cool, cool. Okay. Yeah, maybe Hannah, I don't know. Will Hannah Brown come back?
0: She, who knows? But people are saying that she's not going to be the Vachelorette because she just committed to Dancing with the Stars. I saw that tour, too. Which... So that
1: was a bummer for me. Not for her, but <laughs> <Right>. for me. <laughs> yeah, same. But do you think she'll be with Peter? Maybe he'll be like, actually, I hate all of you girls. I'm only in love with Hannah. Anne. Oh, no, not Hannah, Anne. Hannah B. Hannah B. So confusing to me. <laughs> that would be fine Hannah's. too. Would it be? I feel like after I've seen the way he acts... Yeah, maybe it wouldn't I'm like, can't be, like, get a better guy. Which we know you can. Or have no guy, but, like, Peter sucks.
0: Boo, Peter. And that's the end of our episode. Alright. Follow us at Bastard Lab. I don't remember what yours
1: is. At Jackie Maroney underscore, because famously, the real Jackie Maroney is a grandma that will not trade handles with me. I have DM'd her and asked her specifically. (gasps) She did not get back to me, so maybe... DM at Jackie Maroney. She's just tell girl. her to give
0: up her username.
1: Yeah, that would be really nice. And like us, yeah. subscribe, like, and Swipe subscribe. Up. Tell your friends also, too. Yeah, yeah.
0: we're not, okay. whatever. Yeah, all, all right, not care. Bye. Wait, do 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 do. That's the outro. I forgot about my part.